Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very happy to have you here, my friend. So yeah, last week we were on... Royal Caribbean's Anthem of the Seas, checking that ship out. Uh, if you missed any of it or you didn't catch it, it is the very last episode we uploaded. So we go from New York to Miami to check out Norwegian Cruise Line's brand new Norwegian Escape, a ship that's a little bit bigger than Norwegian Getaway and Norwegian Breakaway. She's a Breakaway Plus class ship. This ship is 164,000 tons. She's 1,069 feet long. She's uh, 136 feet wide, 20 passenger decks when you include the Haven as well. So that, that's a lot. And over 4,000 people double occupancy. We're talking about 4,200 people people uh, can roll on this ship through the Caribbean, and she's, of course, homeported in Miami here year-round. Joining me right now is Jason Leopard from PopularCruising.com. What's up, Jason? Hey, it feels a little bit like deja vu, like we just did this. Yeah, huh? like three days ago, we were just on another ship doing the same thing in a different balcony stateroom. So uh, we'll talk all about the stateroom here in a little bit as well. Uh, so let's first talk about embarkation. Uh, aboard the ship here because we embarked in Miami. I got to say, I, we both have crews out of Miami a lot, and I think it gets, it's pretty simple. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. What do you think about the uh, embarkation of Miami? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's always the same kind of thing. You know, you go online, get all your documentation printed out, bring it with you, and uh, they give you your key card, and you're ready to roll. I got to say that it wasn't as tech savvy as whenever we were on Quantum with the iPads checking in. There was a little queue there for us to get in line. But yeah, once we did get in line, I think everybody arrived at the terminal at one time, of course. That was also me trying to get on the ship at noon when every the buses arrive and everything. Um, so it took me about 30 minutes from curb to ship. But once I got on the ship itself and uh, checked it out, first impressions, just wow. What'd you think? Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it's definitely an evolution of the breakaway and the getaway, which I really liked. Uh, slightly different decor, a little different color palette, but uh, same thing. You know, there's they've increased the size a bit, like the Haven that's on here, which is their exclusive ship within a ship. That's a deck taller now, but uh, all in all, same kind of thing. You'd be very familiar with the breakaway and the getaway to go on this, and uh, you'd feel comfortable. I was going to say, uh, and I've said this before in the past two shows that we taped aboard a breakaway and getaway, when you step on this ship, you don't feel like you're on a ship. No, it doesn't. It feels more like a, a land-based hotel, I would say. It's, uh, you know, you kind of look at the, they have the 678 place area, or ocean place, I think they call it. And um, they have, it's like the hub of all the entertainment. The restaurants are all there. And yeah, it does. It feels more like maybe like a shopping mall kind of a yeah. feel going down that. Absolutely. And let's talk about the staterooms because uh, we both have balcony staterooms. And uh, it was funny because I was raving, uh, we were raving on the USB ports and our staterooms on Anthem of the Seas. But here. we hear, I like them even better here, I think, because they're next to your bed. Yep. Where Anthem had a, a portal in the vanity, where now you have one on the lights uh, on the left and right side of the bed, so you can uh, get some dual dual charging action here with the USB. But I I like the stateroom. This stateroom feels very long to me. It does feel long. In fact, I think we were commenting. It feels like the the balcony is actually larger than the breakaway and the getaway. So I'm not sure what they did there, but it feels bigger. One thing I also appreciate is the bathroom. Mike was saying how most cruise ships feel very clinical, the bathrooms do. And I have to say, this is a, a breakaway from the clinical feeling as well because um, you have the the backsplash there and it's just, it's just gorgeous. And what I love, um, because, you know, a lot of cruise ship showers are super small. Like, you know, some of the ships, it's, I can, like, you know, can 
barely turn around in there. But this one, I stood at the back of the shower and I put my arms out and I couldn't even reach the handles. It, what did you think of the, sh- uh, the bathrooms on these staterooms? It's definitely upscale, I would say. I mean, whenever you have the Hans Grohe hardware uh, for the bathroom fixtures, it's always a nice touch. And even on this one, you have um, in our particular category, we have like the, the body washes that are abo- above and beyond the shower head. So it's really fancy stuff for sure. I, I, t- I turned the shower on. I, I felt like I was turning on a sprinkler system. There was like exactly. six right. different spouts. Yeah, I was like, oh my my gosh, you're going to wind up with you know, the, the shower head that Kramer buys. And moving on to the cabin itself, I, I one thing I do like about this cabin is that um, there is plenty of space. It's a really big closet, really well-organized um, uh, organi- I mean, organized uh, shelving. Even above the bed, there's a little spot where you can put like any of the books you're reading or magazines, and it's just really nice. And Yeah, and they have the uh, – they're very eco-friendly on this ship as we're seeing uh, more and more these days in the cruise industry where you have to put your key card uh, right when you enter the door into the slot to turn the power on. Otherwise, the power won't come onto your stateroom which basically means that you can't leave lights on whenever you leave the room because once you take the card out, I think you have like 60 seconds and then uh, the power shuts off in the room. And one up in some people because this ship has three 110 plugs and uh, one European outlet there too. So uh, plenty of power to go around. In fact, I think the coffee maker is a European plug that plugs in there as well. But uh, anyway, moving on from the stateroom because I have to say I'm very impressed with the stateroom and uh, I got to say the beds are really comfortable too. Uh, Let's talk about dining. Of course, Norwegian Cruise Line uh, innovating with freestyle cruising back about 15 years ago where it's dine when you want, where you want, and basically getting rid of the main dining room. So it, it's it's really interesting stuff here. What are your thoughts on the freestyle dining? I think it's cool. I think it's definitely the future. More and more lines are following that formula because I think people just don't want to have that thing. I'm going to, you know, 6.30 is when I'm going to have to eat. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. what if you just want to be flexible and say, you know, six, it's seven o'clock. I missed my 30 minute window. I just want to go and have dinner now. That's what's great about it. Yeah, there's, there's like a couple of little little mini main dining rooms called Taste and Savor. You have like a Le Bistro, which is a French restaurant, a teppanyaki, which is uh, Japanese. You have a 24-hour sports bar that serves like chicken wings, all that stuff around the clock called Oshihan's, uh, Brazilian Steakhouse, Cagney Steakhouse, uh, just a lot of food. We had a chance to eat. Uh, it was actually a kind of a dining and entertainment experience last night at the Supper Club. Whenever I saw the reveal for this show um, on Norwegian Breakaway in New York City this past January, I was kind of just like, okay, it's kind of this is kind of weird. Yeah. But once we actually sat there, I kind of felt that same way the first five minutes we sat down. I'm like, this is going to be very awkward. But it actually, I was sold after it. And it was a good show and a lot of singing, dancing, and audience interaction, as well as the artists that are going uh, all through the aisles during the performances as well. So that, that was really cool. Tonight, we actually ate in the Manhattan dining room, which is, uh, would you call that like a, there's just, they're like a jazz band playing during the what would you say yeah it was kind of it was almost like a supper club too where you had the jazz club or jazz band playing uh there's kind of a little dance floor in the center too so it looks like an old school like 1920s 30s art deco room it's awesome and this ship revealed a lot of new dining venues as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think the most popular that we've seen, because there's really long lines there, is Margaritaville at yeah. sea. But uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, now you can actually get a complimentary uh, cheeseburger in paradise on board. Uh, also, Jose Garces, uh, he's a, a James Beard uh, award-winning chef. He has two new venues on here. Um, also, the Pub Belly Group, and based in Miami, they have the Food Republic on here. So a couple new things uh, that were added. They did take away the noodle bar, but uh, they added the Food Republic as a new venue. So it's pretty cool. Switching gears here to entertainment, again, Norwegian Cruise Line outdoing themselves with entertainment because uh, 
I think that we always say you you finally get to know the ship after seven days, but I think after seven days on Norwegian Escape, you're just getting started. Absolutely. I mean, they have their main shows. They have Broadway productions of After Midnight and also Million Dollar Quartet, where the four musicians, Elvis, uh, Carl Perkins, okay, let me see if I can remember the other ones here, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, and I'm forgetting one, the Man in Black, Johnny Cash, Cash thank you, uh, got together for one recording session, and they basically have recreated that on board here uh, in an exciting uh, show. We're going see that tonight uh, but beyond that i mean comedy club uh you know five o'clock somewhere bar actually part of margaritaville is on board too so lots to see and do i was kind of sampling my way around and when i say sampling my way around the bars last time i mean having a drink at every bar but i did like the skyline bar which is interesting because we were talking about this in the elevator coming up here kind of a takeoff disney a little bit honestly yeah yeah um yeah it's pretty much the exact same name actually so uh, a little weird uh but hey you know i guess what comes around goes around but uh yeah it was fun i'll just say that (laughs) it's an interesting concept it's a bar um and you outside the casino and it's uh hd or not even hd but there's television screens with the um skylines around the world so that's kind of an interesting concept there uh five o'clock somewhere bar, like you were saying really good they have great margaritas there went to tobacco road yesterday which is a legendary bar in miami it was like around for like a hundred years or so it just shut down recently uh, it doesn't have the ice bar any longer that the breakaway and the getaway has instead it has a uh, michael mandavi mm-hmm. uh, wine bar which is pretty cool yeah you got to do some tastings there today didn't you yeah. talk to us about that yeah, it was pretty cool michael mandavi was actually there and kind of walked us through they even have samples of uh, different dirt there you can even smell and see how that even affects the grapes i thought that was pretty interesting and yeah it's just a really interesting take more casual not about the you know uh esoteric kind of explanation of wine so it's much better more uh, personable yeah there's one thing about this ship is like it's there's so much to do like nightlife it's not uh, you know a lot of ships these days and they're kind of departing from this concept but they a lot of they just have a promenade of just a f- couple different bars to go to but now there are just so many venues these days and especially on here they have the waterfront so you have these dining and bar venues that can actually be enjoyed inside or outside right on the waterfront and you basically are out there you know smelling the seawater and the breeze and enjoying your cocktails this ship is also a huge family ship with the water park and everything. So joining me now is Nancy Shredder with the Family Travel Network. Hey, Nancy. Hey, how you doing, Doug? So you specialize in family travel, and this is a lot of ship. With a lot of ship comes a lot of spaces for family. Uh, what are some of your favorite spaces? Well, you know, the Splash Academy on that ship is huge, and I think families are going to love it. The Guppies area there, the one for the, the youngest kids, is really, really cute, and that's wonderful. Entourage is always great on all their ships for teens, and this Entourage is fantastic. But the real winners for me, as far as I'm concerned, is the huge Largest at Sea water park, the great Largest at Sea ropes course, and then also some of the family-friendly accommodations they have for families of up to five. So um, the ship does really well for families. I also do a lot of work in multi-generational cruising, and the, the combination of the haven for grandparents who may be paying for the whole trip but want a little bit more upscale peace and quiet and then you know have the the kids and the grandkids and other places everybody gets together there's something for every budget on this ship too kids programs that's a big question we get here at cruise radio uh what are your thoughts on the actual programs themselves because i was talking to some of the families earlier and they were excited that um 
kids, I think as young as, was it six months, could actually go into the kids program? Yeah, and so they have, with that's with parents, and yeah. so there are activities that you can do, parent and child. And so I think the important thing is that uh, Norwegian is upping the ante on those younger children, and so it, they're going to be attracting more millennials with that because, you know, as Andy Stewart said, those younger kids are the ones that, you really want to hand off. And, you know, he was saying, you know, he knows how that feels and he understands that you really want to hand that off. So, um, you know, their kids' programs are great for all ages and the teens' programs are wonderful as well. What are some of your personal favorites on the ship? Well, uh, for me personally, I tend to love water slides. And so I spent a lot of time on the water slides. I love the ropes course and that was great. Those are really wonderful for families. Personally, um, if I wanted to sort of chill out as an adult, I love that Spice H2O area with the sort of cave water features. And I love the fact that there's so many water features on the ship. The other area I love is that three-story you know, area in the Haven that's the covered um, area where you have a pool and everything else. Not so sure I'd be staying there, but I, I know I know I know that a lot of you know grandparents that I deal with, that's what they like is they like to stay in the haven and have everybody else stay elsewhere, come together for meals and it works perfectly. One of the things I was really impressed with was the amount of entertainment on this ship, not just the shows, but as far as like, uh, I guess we'll say like drinking venues or, or outdoor venues and partnerships. Right. And so this is where it comes in. It's very important because the parents are going to have a great time on the ship and the kids are going to have a great time on the ship. And that's what makes a family vacation successful is something for every age and interest, not just for the kids, but for the parents, all of the outdoor eating venues and bars and restaurants and entertainment oh my gosh those are going to keep people going constantly we did a pub crawl where we started at the five o'clock somewhere bar then did tobacco oh, road yeah, brew okay. house skyline bar yeah we've been talking with nancy shredder with the family travel network nancy always a pleasure seeing you love it you're listening to cruise radio part of the iheart radio talk network for over 42 years park west gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Every day, thousands of cruisers set sail to the Caribbean and are increasingly choosing their shore excursions through cruisingexcursions.com. Why cruising excursions? With prices up to 60% lower than cruise lines, around-the-clock customer service, and guarantees that give you a peace of mind, why not? So whether you're looking to zipline in Jamaica, snorkel in Nassau, or see Mayan ruins in Mexico, market-leading specialist cruisingexcursions.com has you covered. Book your family's next shore excursion at cruisingexcursions.com. We'd love to hear your comments. Email comments at cruiseradio.net. Yeah, like Nancy was just saying, Jason, this ship has so much to do for families. And uh, speaking of water slides... uh, 
previously, you, uh, you've been on the show quite a bit on Disney sailings, and I know you love those Disney, the aqueduct on there, and uh, I think I saw you out there doing these as well. Yeah, I was out there, so uh, the vertical slides are really fun, they're free falls, those are exciting, definitely get your, get your blood flowing. Um, but on the other side, they've uh, taken what were just two twister slides and replaced it with a longer, uh, not really longer, but a wider, uh, like tandem water slide where you can actually race side by side in a raft slide, which is kind of cool. So I did that today, and, and it was really fun, I enjoyed it. What kind of? Um, I know we're on a special preview sailing, so the ship isn't full. Um, what were the? How was the queue as far as the getting on the water slide and all that? Yeah, there wasn't one at all. I just walked right up to it, and they were even talking about how I think they can accommodate a thousand people within an hour on the water slides. So that's pretty good. Well, one thing we always talk about on the show is what really defines a cruise ship is how it behaves at sea. And on this two-night preview sailing, uh, we actually spent the day at sea all day today. And, uh, of course, I was out taking photos all around the ship. And I, there was a couple of crowded areas, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But what did you think of the ship as far as the general flow, both inside and out, while we were at sea today? I thought it was pretty good overall. I mean, the thing that's great about the ship is it has so many venues to spread out. And people will you know pick and choose what they want to do. So generally, it's evenly spread out. They've also added a couple of like sun deck spaces around the pool. But yeah, the pool itself, uh, there's really only one main pool, and it gets uh, very crowded, actually, I have to say. Well, in closing here, Jason, do you have any first-time tips for people uh, considering sailing or who will be sailing Norwegian Escape? Yeah, I would say definitely the, the Brat Pack uh, show that's at the Separate Club is definitely something I would not have done on my own. Um, but since it was offered and I in, in experienced it, I would say it was great, and it should definitely be on your list to try. A lot of these venues uh, or a lot of these shows – uh, people think, eh, I'm not going to like it. I thought the same thing about We Will Rock You on Anthem of the Seas last week. That I was like, eh, I'm not a Broadway person. But I saw that show and it was awesome. And then the Million Dollar Quartet, we saw a preview of it yesterday before uh, Pitbull opened at the christening. That was awesome. The Supper Club performance was awesome. And like you were saying, you didn't buy into some of this stuff. And I was the same way. I was, I don't want to say skeptical, but I just know my personality and know what I like. And I didn't think I was going to care for any of it. But yeah, I totally changed my mind there. Uh, well, final thoughts of the show. I would say, you know what, if you're coming on and you really want the best experience, I would try the Haven, uh, something we haven't talked about yet, but the ship within a ship experience where their best suites are, and you have basically a whole little enclave all to yourself up there with a triple-decker uh, courtyard and a pool. Uh, it's really the best experience on board the Norwegian Escape. Did you make your way to the Haven at all? I did, and it's beautiful up there. They've really done a great job. You know, it, we say it's a ship within a ship concept. Um, is it basically like if you wanted to sail in the Haven and not have any interaction with anybody, like I know you can... Why would you want to do that? But if you wanted to do that and like have like your own private yacht experience, could you do that up there? Theoretically, you could because, in fact, they have their own restaurant. Uh, the only thing that you wouldn't have would be the entertainment, essentially. You could go downstairs for that. But, yeah, if you wanted to just you know wine and dine and have the pool, you could be up there the whole time. Well, my tip is going to be uh, to make sure you fully research the ship before you get on. Um, check out the website uh, and some great resources out there so you can – find out what's going on on the ship because I it's like sensory overload when you get on the ship because you're like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I only have seven days. And it turns out that you might need more than seven days to experience everything. So try to pack the most you can on your vacation on this thing because Norwegian Escape is an awesome ship. With that said, we are about to go see the Million Dollar Quartet. Looking so forward to that. Love me some Johnny Cash. So if you want to check out any more coverage of Norwegian Escape, you'll have some at PopularCruising.com. Also, uh, check out the show notes at cruiseradio.net. I'll link to it all there as well. Jason, my friend, thank you so much. Uh, it's good seeing you and for being on the show for uh, two times in a week. Right. It's my pleasure always to be on and to sail with you. 
broadcasting from Norwegian Cruise Lines, Norwegian Escape in uh, somewhere in South Florida, in the ocean somewhere. We get back to port in a few hours. I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.